Hello, welcome back to Curious Ones podcast by Andara. I'm Yael Ginsberg, and today we have a very different episode. This is going to be my last episode for Yandara. I am very excited and also a bit sad because this project has been such a meaningful part of my life. We started this about two years ago already. And I have just grown and learned so, so, so much during this time. And I'm truly grateful for everything that has been this project, for everything that has happened, for all the people that I had the opportunity and the fortune to speak with. I'm grateful for Indara for trusting me with this project and for allowing me to represent them in my way and allowing me to record them and share their message to the world, which I so believe in. It was really one of the intentions of this whole project to help spread the knowledge of the amazing Indara teachers to people who might not be there at the time. And it has been truly an honor for me to be able to do that. The reason of why I will no longer host a podcast, I will get into a little bit later on in the episode. I just wanted to say that it has come from the best possible place that could be. And really, it's the most natural evolution for me and the podcast and Yandara. So the podcast is going to continue with a different host who I cannot wait for you to find out who it is because it's going to be amazing. I'm not going to give every, anything away. But really such a beautiful evolution for this project that I can't wait to share. So for the last episode, I wanted to talk about the things that I learned from the podcast. I think that if I truly spoke about all that I learned, it would take a few days to record because I learned so, so much. But I want to speak today about what I learned about myself through the process of creating the podcast and the interviews and really the process of creation and who I became through it. Because I think there are a lot of really important messages in that. So this is episode number 60. I can't believe we did 60 episodes <laughs> and I was thinking kind of to treat it as decades, so six lessons, but I don't know if this is a tradition anywhere else, but in Israel we put seven candles on a cake of a boy who just turned six. My nephew turned six actually a few days ago. And on his cake, there were seven candles and one is in honor of 
the next year. So there will be seven lessons in honor of all the things that are yet to come for me and for Yandara. So let's dive in. The first lesson is about our intuition because my intuition has been my most sacred and trustworthy tool and friend and guide in my life in general and specifically with this podcast. And it started even before I arrived at Yandara. What happened was that when I was in Israel, still deciding if I want to take a trip, if I want to sign up for the teacher training, I was really struggling with the decision because I had built a base in Tel Aviv. I had clients, I had an apartment, I had like my life all organized and set up that I loved. And it felt like I needed to go travel and I knew that it was going to be long, but I didn't have any idea how it's going to look like. And I was scared to ruin everything that I built. I was scared that when I come back, it's not going to be there anymore and I'll have to start over, which honestly, I did have to start over, but from such a different place that it was totally worth it. I was afraid to lose all that I had built. But the thing is that my intuition wouldn't let go. It wouldn't leave me alone. Like I knew I had a feeling that I have to go traveling. I knew that I needed to be outside of Israel for a while. Didn't know how long, but I knew that it's true. So making the decision took me a while because I had to build up the courage to do it. I had to remember my relationship with the universe, to remember that my intuition is my most trusted companion in guiding my life, and to remember that if my intuition is, is telling me to do something, then the universe is going, going to support me in doing it. The lesson is that our intuition and the universe are always guiding us in the right direction, even if the path that it's taking us on doesn't make any sense to us. And the part of not making sense, I had no idea how I'm going to support this trip. I didn't really have a plan. I didn't know how I'm going to make it happen, where I'm going to live, what I'm going to do. And the amazing thing is, is that I ended up being able to travel for nine months, work on a project that was way beyond anything that I could have imagined for myself, for real, and meet so many interesting and amazing people 
really, this has been one of the most meaningful and transformative times of my life. And all because I was able to silence the fear and go forward just by listening to my intuition. I sometimes think back and imagine what if I hadn't done this? What if I had let the fear get the best of me and would have chosen to stay in my safe place? Then none of this would have happened and I would have missed out on one of the most important parts and stages of my evolution. So I'm so happy that I did. The second lesson that I learned is to always ask for what I want. Because if I don't ask, the answer will always be no. When I was at Yandara, I was not sure exactly what I'm supposed to do after and I didn't quite feel ready to go back to Israel and I also didn't have enough money to just keep traveling by myself so I knew something needs to happen and I was supposed to go teach yoga at a hotel pretty close to Yandara but Close to the end of the training, it was clear that that's not going to happen. And I had this idea of creating a podcast for a while. And towards the end of my stay at Yandara, it started bubbling up as something that I should ask Christopher, the co-founder of Yandara, about maybe doing it together with him or with the school. And I also here had some resistance because I have so much respect and admiration for these teachers, the teachers of Yandara. And I kind of, um, I think it's called imposter syndrome. I was thinking like, wow, who am I to be in this position to even interview the teachers? I felt that I have so much more to learn and so much developing to do as a teacher. I felt that I might not be ready to be in this position. So it took me a few days because I didn't have that much time to really think about it. And it took a conversation with a couple of my friends there to really get the courage to even suggest or bring up this idea with Christopher And of course, I'm so, so happy that I did because what I said to myself is the worst that can happen is that he'll say no and I'll just figure something else out. And if I wouldn't have asked, then the answer would have definitely been no. So that was an important moment for me to remember that Even when you think the answer might be no, it's better to ask and have the option for it to be yes than to not ask and then keep going on wondering what would have been. So second lesson is always ask for what you want. 
third lesson is that we can learn to do anything that we want. When I suggested this podcast to Christopher, I had zero experience in making a podcast. I didn't know how to interview people. I didn't know how to use recording equipment. I didn't know how to do video or editing or anything. I had no experience in any of it. I was a yoga teacher and an interior designer before that. The thing that kept me going was that I knew that I love to have deep and meaningful conversations. And I kept reminding myself that as long as I can do that part, all the rest I can learn. Dr. YouTube was my greatest teacher, as well as other teachers that came and helped me along the way. And that kind of brings me into the next lesson, the fourth lesson. But I just want to say about the fact that we can learn. There is a wonderful book by Carol S. Dweck. It's called Mindset. Carol is a researcher and in the book she speaks about the fact that the thing that determines whether we can do something new or learn something new is a lot less about our abilities and a lot more about our belief in whether we can do it or not. She proves in the book how the people who believe that they can learn even when they bump up against challenges are the ones who end up really achieving greatness as opposed to people who think that we already know everything that we can know meaning that we are born with all the natural talent that we're ever going to have and she really proves that that's not true that you can learn anything that you can always improve depending on being able to put in the effort that you need in order to develop. So even when I was speaking with Christopher, I was kind of like preparing to start recording. He asked me about like, what are the things that I'm foreseeing as being challenging and what I see as less challenging. And when I told him that, I'm, I think I'm good with the conversation, all the rest I'll have to figure out. I could see his face become nervous because he was taking a leap of faith. He was also trusting me with something that he knew that I didn't know how to do. But I think because I was his student for a month before that and I would always be the one asking the questions in the classes and being in conversations then I think that kind of gave him a, a sort of confidence in me to, to believe in me to do this thing. But it was scary also for me. I wanted to prove myself. I wanted to do a good job. I wanted to really make this project the best that it could be. And I just kept hanging on to the core of I'm really truly passionate about this project and all the technical things I'll figure them out lesson number four 
is that the universe will always send us the support that we need to fulfill our intuition, to fulfill our potential, to fulfill ourselves on the path that it is guiding us on. And sometimes that comes in the form of people. So one of the amazing things that happened from while building this podcast was that the exact people I needed to meet were there at Yandara to help me make this project the best that it could be. Meaning there was a videographer there who helped me with video editing and a little bit with setup. He also helped me make the video for the the intro. There was a girl who learned podcasting in university and she helped me a lot with the equipment that I'll need. There was um, a girl who who does marketing, who gave me a lot of advice. Actually, now she's officially working with Yandara. Hey, cat, the amazing cat. And she gave me a lot of great advice with getting the podcast distributed and brought out into the world. And also a guy that I was dating then that does music who helped me with all the sound and the equipment, the microphones and all of that. I'm still not, you know, the most technological person, but he also made the intro music for us and everything just started to came, to come together. And it really showed me that when you're following your gut, when you know that you're doing something for the right reason, because you're truly passionate about it because you truly know it's the right thing for you to do then you're going to be supported in all the ways that you need we have to not let fear stop us and live in a space of trust to be able to even see these opportunities that show up but once we are trusting and once we surrender to something that is bigger than us, that is guiding us, then everything that we need is truly going to come to us effortlessly, easily, and in the most divine timing and order. Lesson number five is that when you believe in something or when you have a vision, Keep holding on to that vision even if other people don't see it yet. Because what happened at Yandara was that when I spoke with Christopher about this idea, he really got excited about it and he totally saw the vision. But other people at Yandara were still apprehensive, maybe even skeptical about... First of all, I think me and who like my ability to be able to do this well and also the need of Yandara to have a podcast, it was it wasn't that immediately everybody thought it was a great idea and it went by without resistance. Not at all. Even the volunteers working at Yandara didn't really understand what I was doing there (laughs) and 
now when I look back at it and I realize that even though I did experience this resistance and a few times people asked me when I was there, why are you staying when it's this hard? And my only answer was that I really and truly believe in this project and want to do it so badly with all my heart that I don't care if people are resisting it or if it's hard or if I'm experiencing challenges. I truly didn't care about it. I mean, it's not that it didn't bother me at all. Of course that it did. But my vision of what I wanted to do was so strong that it was enough for me to keep going and keep finding the strength within myself to continue standing up in the face of resistance. And I don't want to make it sound like it was horrible because of course it wasn't. I was living in heaven in this most beautiful place doing yoga and eating amazing food so my situation was very good but even in situations that might feel very good there still could be resistance and you still need to hold on to your vision because maybe in the beginning people don't understand what we see in our mind's eye but Once we persevere and continue and make it come to life and make our vision real, then sometimes they will only understand it when they see it. So keep holding your vision. Lesson number six is that you decide your own value. This is something that came up for me in a few different ways while I was at Yandara and it has been a very powerful lesson for me to learn. What I learned is that the thing that truly determines our value, how much we add to the world and to the people around us, is not according to our past but it's according to the future vision of what we see because people tend to define others according to what they have done before but only we know what we are truly capable of only we know the complex and magnificent inner world that we have, the visions, the dreams, the hidden capabilities, the talents, only we truly know all those things about ourselves. So somebody who doesn't have this knowledge might have the tendency to undervalue you or anyone, but It is up to us to project to the world all that we know that we can do and establish that as our value. Because our value is not only all the experience that we had until that moment, but it's also all of our potential. And you know 
how much you're going to add to a space that you're in, to a project that you're going to do, to a group of people that you're with. And that's how we are willing for people to treat us, how we're willing for people to speak to us, how we want to be compensated for the things that we add to the world. It is up to us to ask for what we're worth in any situation because that is how you teach the world your true value. And lesson number seven, the one that is for the future to come, is the importance of being brave enough to know when something is meant to finish to know when you are meant to move on because it can be so tempting to stay in the comfort zone. I could have continued with this podcast for a lot longer. I love doing it. I enjoy it so much. And yet there was a voice inside of me that was really, really quiet and spoke really, really softly but has been telling me that it's the right time to finish this project. It took me a little bit time to really settle with that notion because, as I said before, there wasn't anything wrong. I Again, I love doing this project and I see so much also in the vision of what this podcast can be for Yandara. So it was hard for me to settle the idea that my intuition was telling me that it's time to move on and do something else. But the thing is that this voice wouldn't go away. It was always there in the background telling me that it's time for me to do something else. And again, it didn't really make sense to me the safe thing to do would be to stay and continue this. But as I started this episode, I have learned that my intuition will never take me in the wrong direction. And even if I am not 100% clear about my steps to go forward from here, I know how my intuition sounds and feels in my body and I know that that's what it's telling me to do. The amazing thing is that I know taking this decision is right because I know that the next host of this podcast is going to be so right and is going to take it to really the next level. I am certain that you guys are going to love it so much. And I'm also certain that incredible things are going to happen for me in my personal and professional life because I was brave enough to take this decision and they already have started. This is of course, relevant not only for professional ventures, even though that's a really important aspect of it, to know 
when our time has come in a certain place and it's time to move on. But it's also relevant, of course, for relationships, romantic and friendships. It's relevant for our time in a certain place with a certain attitude, with a certain belief, with a certain perspective. It's so important for us to be able to notice when something is no longer serving us and be brave enough to let it go because only when we clear the space are we able to make room for the next things that are meant to come whether it's inspiration whether it's new people whether it's new opportunities or new fortune abundance All of this can't come into a place that is full. If I want you to go out of listening to this episode with anything is to know that you are always supported and guided and that everything you need will be provided for you in the divine timing, in with ease, with the least amount of effort, with so much joy and excitement and that is your birthright. If you have a dream that you've been keeping in a drawer, if you want to say something for a while and you're keeping it in, this is your sign, this is your call to go ahead and let yourself truly shine and be who you're meant to be to speak your mind, to express yourself, to be the creator of your life. I want to thank each and every one of you who lent us your ears and put our words so close to your heart, literally in your ears, in your mind, in your heart. I take that with so much respect and appreciation and honor. I truly feel honored that you chose to spend this time with us, to support the podcast, to share it. Every message, every post has really touched my heart in such a deep way And I feel so lucky to have been able to share this space with any one of you who listened, with all the guests, with all the incredible teachers of Yandara. I am truly, truly, truly grateful for everything that this project has been for me. I'm grateful for Yandara and all the wonderful people there for giving me this opportunity for supporting me along the way, for believing in me, in the vision, for all the knowledge and guidance that they bring to the world. As I mentioned, this podcast is going to continue with a really special host. So make sure to stay updated on Instagram, on the newsletter to be notified when it comes out. It's going to be soon. And if you want to stay connected with me, please come and say hi over on my Instagram. It's Yael Ginsberg. I'm going to continue speaking about these subjects, both in English and in Hebrew. 
So I would love to see you guys there. Thank you so much from all my heart. Lots of love.